Hey friends. Okay. I am back. We have had a full month of episodes and you guys are amazing because I have shared a lot of episodes. We've had some bonus episodes and every time I open the doors to food freedom, which by the way is opening on Monday, this Monday, March 28th, I always leave a little bit of space, a little bit of space to listen and to be open to your needs and what you're struggling with and the questions that you're asking and the things that are just keeping you and holding you back from stepping into that identity of the woman of wellness that you want to become and from experiencing food freedom in your life and all of that. And so the topic of today's episode has really been an overwhelming topic in my email inbox. You guys have responded so many similar um, questions and struggles as what we're going to be talking about today, as well as in my Instagram inbox. And, and I'm just sensing this theme. This is very overwhelming um, for so many of you. And also, this is something that I have and am still somewhat working through on my own. And so I'm here to show up today um, a little bit raw, a little bit vulnerable, as well as just just here to have a little bit of a heart to heart episode. We've done these occasionally and, and to invite you to open your heart, to hear what you need to hear. And also to, um, know if, if the food freedom program is, is the right fit for you, because the, the question that I get asked a lot or, or the struggle that you guys are sharing with me is that you just don't want to have to deal with food anymore. So then I come in and I open this program called food freedom and it's like, well, I don't want to have to deal with food anymore. Like there's, there's definitely a little bit of a disconnect or we're just feeling this, you know, frustration around food. And, uh, at the beginning of this month, episode 66, I did do a full episode on, you know, what do you do when you're, you're just tired of being obsessed with food all day long. And so you can go back and listen to that. And I shared some really valuable things, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper today because I think there's still this deeper level, um, feeling these emotions that it's just like, I just don't want to have to deal with it. It's a burden. It's stressful. It's overwhelming. And I just like, wish I could, I just wish I could eliminate food from my life because food is such a negative thing. If you're feeling that way, I want this episode to be for you because I know what it feels like. <laughs> I know what it feels like. And I want to share a little bit of my journey with you as well as, you know, what I'm working on and, and what we work on inside food freedom and how we can come to this space of still being able to deal with food and find happiness in our relationship with food and find happiness in basically our approach to food. Because the reality is we don't have an IV for nutrition. <laughs> we have IVs for a lot of things, but not for like pure general, just nutrition. So our reality is that we have to learn to get along with food. And I think what we're feeling is this, this emotion or this feeling of, I don't get along with food and I want it out of my life. 
right? It, it's, it's, it's burdening my life. It's, it's getting in the way of me showing up fully. Like it, it's affecting my life and I just don't want to have to deal with it anymore. Have you found yourself ever saying that? Um, I wanted, I want to unpack that today and to look at maybe where it's coming from and how to get yourself to a place where food isn't a burden. And it feels like something that you want to deal with because you understand why and you understand what role it plays in your life. Okay. So before I move in, move on and, and dive into this episode, don't forget the doors to food freedom are opening on Monday. Okay. That's like three days away. And they're only open for a few days because once we're in there, I'm serving the women in the program. We're diving in, we're getting started. And, um, this is where you really learn to heal that relationship with food and your relationship with your body. So if you want to know all the, all of the details, go to a woman of wellness.com forward slash food freedom. You can get on the wait list and I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to say something. If you're on it before Sunday, just, just know that's a good thing. <laughs> um, anyway, so let's dive into this episode here. What do we do when we feel like we just don't want to have to deal with food? We're tired of dealing with it. We're tired of obsessing over it. We're tired of it ruining our lives, like all of these things. Here's what it comes down to. It boils down to something like at the very root and base of it all. It boils down to how you view food. Do you view your relationship with food and, you know, cooking, the ability to buy food, purchase food, cook food, prepare food, eat food, all of the things that go along with, you know, nutrition and, and fueling your body? Do you see it as a burden, something that you have to do that gets in the way of your life? And, you know, just like something that you wish you could spend less time on? Or, do you see it as a gift and as an opportunity to support your life and serve your life? And I know you're probably saying like, well, duh, <laughs> like I get that. <laughs> I get it. But at the same time, do we, do we ever think about it in that way? Do you see your approach to food as a burden? I don't want to have to deal with it. No wonder the relationship is messy. No wonder the relationship is not what you want it to be. If you were in a, like a romantic relationship, right? Like you were dating someone and you told them you just didn't want to have to deal with them anymore and they were ruining your life and they were a burden in your life. What do you think they would do? Do you think they would want to stick around? Do you think they would be fun to be around? Like they wouldn't, right? Because you've created that persona that they're not fun to be around. So I wanted to bring in a little bit of my story to help kind of um, make this point and help you understand how, you know, in the last few years, I've also navigated a little bit of my own new journey um, with food freedom and my relationship with food. And honestly, you this might sound silly, but there's a lot of things that have happened in the last few years as I've been sharing, um, as I've, you know, shared food freedom with the world and, and, you know, 
taken everything online. I used to do this in, in corporate America, I guess you'd call it. Um, I used to do coaching one-on-one. I used to teach, um, classes and courses and all that stuff at my corporate job. Um, but then I took it online and, um, there's, it's just been interesting to see that how so many experiences that have happened in my own life have built me up and made me a better coach, made me, made me, um, a better sympathizer, I guess, and helped me better understand how to guide you. And I know for a fact that some of these things that I've kind of learned and am going through and will continue to go through, um, are really for me to share and to help support you through your journey as well. So many of you know that I, how do I make this short? Basically, um, had several symptoms and after many different doctors and trying to figure out some things, um, discovered that I needed to approach my nutrition differently than I had before and essentially like eliminate or lessen some foods that I normally consumed like daily. And, um, I was so desperate to feel good that at first it was really easy. I just cut it all out and I was like, Oh, I feel so much better. But, but then, you know, it caught up with me. It's kind of like the diet cycle. (laughs) And so, um, it's interesting because over the last few years, I've, I've really navigated this, what you could call condition, although I'm not going to, I'm not going to really say it's a condition, but just a, a new lifestyle, um, for me. And at first I was really excited. And then I went through this, this, um, kind of phase where it was a burden. Uh, why do I have to do this? Nobody else has to do this. This isn't fair. Like, Oh, it's just so much more effort, so much more time. And I just, I got into a bad cycle and then my relationship with food suffered, right? Like in terms of, well, it was just frustrating and I was frustrated and I kind of got into a space where, um, I, I like, didn't, I don't know. I just, I didn't want to follow it because it was too much and too overwhelming and it wasn't fun. And I didn't get to experience the fun of food that it used to be and, and all of that. And so, Um, you know, I I had a bit of a hard time and, and then some things, you know, time passed. I think time, sometimes we don't let time be our friend, but I I really want to recommend that it's okay for you to let time be your friend and know that you're going to go through ebbs and flows and time can be your friend. So time passed. And one of the things that has really come out of this is helping me see that when I meet my unique nutritional needs, I'm better able to show up in the world and I feel better. And my goal is to feel better and show up better for you here and my family and myself and my community. And I can't do that if I'm not meeting my body's needs. And Some of them are unique and some of them are just normal, like, you know, making sure that I'm getting enough calories and a balance of carbohydrates and proteins and fats and micronutrients, like all of these things. And just really coming to this conclusion that the opportunity to prepare food that fuels my body is just that it's an opportunity. And it's a gift. 
and it supports the lifestyle that I want to live. And sometimes we see it as an extra thing, something that doesn't have any value, right? Oh, I just would rather do it really fast so I can get on to other things. But the reality is, is that food is also one of those other things. And it's how we choose to approach it and how we choose to let it affect our lives that it becomes, it kind of ranks in our priorities. So for example, you know, we have a ranking of like, let's say going to work because what does the outcome, what is the outcome? Well, financially, right? You get paid financially and that supports the lifestyle that you want to live. And sometimes, you know, hopefully work has a a level of fulfillment to it. You get to um, maybe use your brain or, um, you know, do something that you enjoy doing or whatever. And so that's an element of your life that supports the lifestyle that you want to live. And it's the same with, for example, like gatherings or events or parties. Maybe you go to a party and you're like, okay, I like to make time for this because it's something that I like to do. Or maybe you prioritize sleep because it supports the lifestyle that you want to live or, you know, friendships or movement. I'm just trying to come up with a whole bunch of things. Maybe you like to um, decorate your home. You like to be an interior, you know, some, what would you call it? An interior designer. You like to decorate things. Maybe you like to put together outfits. Maybe you like to do makeup. Maybe you love to read self-development books. Um, But the reality is here is that everything that you do supports your lifestyle. And we do it because it fulfills us. All these different things fulfill us in all different ways, right? So we make the sacrifice to, instead of doing something else, we sit down and read a book that teaches us how to set goals or time management, or I don't even know, or a book that like is fiction. And, and we just enjoy having an escape and like enjoying it. And we, we make the time to experience that, right? Or we make the time to go to the gym or walk, or we make the time to read with our children because it supports us wanting to uh, enjoy learning with them. Um, and, and I just, I kind of, I'm trying to paint this picture for you that every single thing that we do in our lives is an opportunity for us to support the lifestyle that we want to live. And I understand that there are things that we do that we don't necessarily want to do. <laughs> it's part of life. But the reality is, is that there are so many things that you make an investment in investment of time, money, energy that fulfills you, that makes you feel better, that makes you a better person that helps you keep going. Have you ever thought to look at food in that way? That an investment of time money and energy in not only your relationship with food, but the practical approach to food, 
making and cooking food that tastes good, that satisfies you. Inside Food Freedom, we, we talk about how food is, it's not just for biological um, nourishment. You also need to be satisfied with your food. You need to feel satisfied. It needs to taste good. It needs to meet a need. You want to enjoy it, right? Just like maybe we enjoy going out to parties and things like that, because there's an element of food that's, it's important that it's enjoyable because it's part of our lives. And we have an opportunity to decide right here and now. And it's okay if it takes some time to like step into this idea. But can we begin to see food, our relationship with food, our practical approach to food, the preparing, the shopping, the planning, the cooking, the eating as another thing that supports the lifestyle that we want to live? A happy thing. Inside Food Freedom, we talk about that. We talk about how food, we talk about more than, like food is more than food, right? It's more than food. It's about our relationship with the food. And so we have to start by healing that relationship. But we also know that the other side of food is that there's a practical side of food. And we cover that too. Because we can't just pretend that we're in a good place with food, but then be miserable because we're, we're tired of eating the same salad over and over again, or miserable because we don't like cooking the food. And so it's like annoying, even though we're eating good, we're annoyed because we're cooking the food, right? Or, or whatever it is for you, there's just this, this feeling of, you know, we want the food to go away, but what if? Instead of seeing it as another to-do list item, another burden, something that we're annoyed we have to do, something that takes our time, our energy, something that takes money, and we turn it into a gift. And we see it as an opportunity to nourish our brains, nourish our bodies, maybe heal our bodies, energize our bodies, help us show up as the woman of wellness that we want to show up as in the world. What could that look like for you? And what could it look like for you to be willing to see food as a gift and your relationship with food and your practical approach to food as a gift and not a burden. And see the opportunity that you get to invest in nourishment for yourself, just like you maybe invest in nourishment for your soul, you know, with spirituality or religion or books. You crave that nourishment. Do you believe it's possible you can get to a place where you crave that nourishment from food and the relationship of 
food in your life, being with food, preparing food, buying food. So today, I, I want to remind you that a happy relationship with food and a food freedom vision is not a vision. It's not a story or a vision that doesn't involve food. We can't, we can't really do that, first of all. But second of all, why would we want to? Food brings connection. Food is, can be powerful in helping, like food is emotional and that's not always a bad thing. And we talk about that in Food Freedom. What would it look like for you to create happy emotions, to see this relationship and and allow it to blossom, allow it to grow without shutting it down and just saying, I don't want to have to deal with you. I don't think that's a food freedom vision. But instead, could we say, I love to learn to cook better meals, or I love to learn how to um, utilize more veggies in my, in my diet, or I love to cook for my family, or I love to cook for my neighbors, or I love to find ways to make food so it doesn't take too long. Like it doesn't have to be that we're spending all this time on food, but could we look at it in a different, with a different perspective, perspective and a new narrative that food can be a happy, fulfilling thing in my life. And it's okay that it takes time. It's okay that it takes investment because I am worthy of that investment. When I invest in food, I'm investing in myself. And when I'm investing in myself, I can show up in my best way for others, right? I hope I hope you got what you needed out of this episode. And I hope you can see that, you know, when, when that instant reaction of, I just don't want to have to deal with food anymore comes in, I want you to ask yourself, like, where is this coming from? Is it because your relationship with food is messy? So you're always on the extremes. You're wondering what you should eat and shouldn't eat and, and all of these things. Food freedom will help you with that. We're going we're gonna to dive into all of those things. The, the food freedom helps you with learning how to navigate why food stresses you out, why food is such a messy part of your life and make it a beautiful part of your life and know that it can be fulfilling and you get to approach it in the way that you want. My food freedom vision is different than yours and that's okay. But the reality is, is our food freedom vision has to be one that's happy and fulfilling. And if we're constantly trying to get away from food, it's only going to feel like more and more of a burden. And we're only going to fall more and more victim to the diet cycle, to being stuck and feeling trapped in that cycle of 
someone else tell me what to do, right? Someone else tell me what to eat and I'll just do it, but it's not fulfilling. And that's why we keep going back because we get stuck. We realize it's not fulfilling, but then we still bring in this narrative that, oh, I just don't want to have to deal with food. So if you want to learn how to happily coexist with food and know that it is an opportunity to support your lifestyle, just like anything else in your life, the opportunity to serve, to work, to give, to read, to learn, to progress, to, I can't think of anything else, (laughs) to grow. Food is another aspect of that. And why can't we let it have its place in our lives? It's because we've been inundated with the pressure of having to do it all perfectly, the pressure of our bodies having to look perfectly perfect, the, the, the pressure of, of, I guess, just the constant input of everyone else. What would it look like if you could feel confident that you could come to a relationship with food where you trust each other? Is it what we call a symbiotic relationship? I don't know. (laughs) A a, a mutually beneficial relationship, a happy relationship. I'm I'm just like dragging my words on, on, because I want you to feel this. I want you to feel that you don't have to get rid of food in your life. That's not a food freedom vision. You can happily coexist in your own sphere and whatever that looks like. One of part of my vision is actually to spend a little bit more time with food, um, cooking it and doing a few more things from scratch. And I want to learn a little bit more about like sourdough. I'm kind of diving into this. So I took a sourdough class, like all of these things that are fun, they contribute to our life, just like everything else we invest in. Why are we afraid to invest in our relationship with food? I'm going to leave you with that. And I want you to know that you can have this happy coexistence that fulfills your life. Food can happily coexist and fulfill your life. It doesn't have to be something that you're constantly wanting to get away from and run away from. And if you want to learn how to do that, join us in Food Freedom. We will help you create that happy relationship so that you can support that lifestyle. It's more than just food. Everybody inside Food Freedom says that. This is more than just food. It applies to more than just our relationship with food. It applies to our life because when we heal that relationship, it opens up more opportunities and opens up more doors that food restricted for so long because of what it did with our relationship with our bodies and how we show up for the world. So thank you for letting me dive in today um, with this little heart episode. It definitely went longer than I thought it would, but you guys all know, I just like to talk apparently. Um, But I am so excited to um, open another round of food freedom and and help the women inside that, that need the help. And thank you. Thank you for being here with me. And thank you for allowing me to share um, something that is 
important and something that I feel is um, part of my duty and, and my opportunity to share with the world. So I will be back with more regular episodes just once a week in April. So I won't overwhelm you, but um, I'm really, I'm really um, just happy to be here and thankful that you allow me to be in your ear for a little bit. And I hope more than anything that you get what you need um, with this podcast. And especially today, what can you take away from today? What golden nugget stood out to you? Take that and do something with it. If you found yourself loving this episode, resonating with some of the things that were said, wanting to learn more, wanting to go more and heal your relationship with your body, your relationship with food, and step into the identity and version of the woman of wellness that you want to become, I want to invite you to join us inside the Food Freedom Program. This is a space for women to come to heal from chronic dieting, binging, restricting, emotional eating, and all of that feeling of stuck, that's being stuck in the vicious cycle of dieting. If this is you, the doors are opening on March 28th and they do not stay open long. Get on the wait list at awomanofwellness.com forward slash food freedom. I'm so excited to see you in there and even more excited to support you every step of the way.